This week, a new subpopulation of polar bears, probes powering down, vivid pics from Mars, how we managed to see black holes, and Assange's extradition. Did you know that polar bears live in Greenland? There's enough DNA evidence to show that roughly a few hundred bears in southeastern Greenland are the 20th subpopulation of the 26,000 polar bears in the world. They shouldn't be there. Polar bears are ambush predators waiting by holes in sea ice to snatch up prey, like seals, who come up for air. And the sea ice season in the southeast of the country lasts for less than four months, not long enough for the white behemoths to survive. But they do! Researchers observed that this population survives without sea ice for three months longer than scientists had thought possible. Now, don't get your hopes up. This news doesn't mean polar bears can survive without sea ice or that they'll become more resilient to climate change. It's an indicator that in places like Southeast Greenland, where ice from freshwater glaciers can make up for lost sea ice, polar bears might make their last stand. Assange has been approved for extradition from the UK to the US, where he's charged with breaching the US Espionage Act, facing up to 175 years in jail if convicted. Assange, an Aussie editor, publisher, activist, and the founder of WikiLeaks, drew international attention in 2010 when the site published a series of leaks provided by Chelsea Manning. Leaks that documented a 2007 Baghdad airstrike by US soldiers on civilians, including two journalists, among other classified and confidential information. Many consider Assange's work a championing of press freedom, while others see him as a high-tech terrorist. Aussie PM Anthony Albanese has said he didn't see the purpose of the ongoing pursuit of Mr. Assange and that enough is enough. He added his government would continue to focus on raising its position on the decision through diplomatic channels. Assange's wife, Stella, recently said it feels like we've been running a marathon for a long time, but now it feels like we have many people running alongside us and are at the finish line. Assange's legal team has a handful of days to lodge an appeal in the UK High Court. You've probably seen the incredible pictures of the black hole at the heart of our Milky Way, but do you have any idea of the tremendous effort it took to observe it? Professor Brian Greene had an hour-long chat with Shep Dolman, the founding director of the Event Horizon Telescope, the collaboration responsible for coalescing an unfathomable amount of data into the breathtaking images of Sagittarius A star. In the interview, Brian breaks down the fundamentals of black holes, walking us through the basic principles that guided scientists in their understanding and search for them. Shep then dives into the global effort it took to find and observe them, the failures they suffered, and the perseverance and discipline needed to see them through. One thing that stuck with us was the serendipitous nature of the endeavor, how the Earth is just the right size, we're able to observe at just the right frequency, to image the supermassive black hole in the center of our galaxy. I mean, you can't make this up. Definitely give the video Black Holes Seeing the Unseeable a watch. And if you want to see Brian Green live on stage, get your tickets to our 2023 tour across Australia and New Zealand. Just head to Thinking NASA's Perseverance Mars rover has sent us stunning images as it explores an ancient river delta in Jezero Crater for signs of life. To get you up to speed, the rover landed on Mars in February 2021 and has been searching for signs of microbial life by taking samples, measurements, and photographs. Jezero Crater is a 45-kilometer wide depression created by an impact, and the site used to host an ancient river. Perseverance has been scouring the area, sending back photos that show the geological activity Mars played host to. For us, the pictures are an inspiring reminder of what us humans are capable of. It's the end of an era, guys. Voyager 1 and 2 are running out of power, and by 2025, they're expected to be completely depleted. Voyager 2 was launched on August 20, 1977, with its twin shooting into the stars 16 days later. Since then, they've been drifting through the cosmos, traveling further than any other man-made space vehicles in human history. In their more than 44-year run, they've visited the Jovian, Saturnian, Uranian, and Neptunian systems, and have gone further 
further to study interstellar space. While they won't be able to send back data to Earth, they'll still be on a mission for humanity. Each Voyager space probe carries a gold-plated audio-visual disc should the spacecrafts ever be found by intelligent life from other planetary systems. The discs carry photos of the Earth, spoken greetings from people, a medley that includes the sounds of whales, a baby crying, and waves breaking on a shore, and much more. Do you hope they bump into aliens, or are we better off being alone? That's all for this week. Don't forget our four-week live and online introduction to cosmology starts on Tuesday, July 5. Enroll today and learn from Professor Alan Duffy, the director of the Space Technology and Industry Institute. Just head to thinkinc.org.au. See you next time.